sun is shining, a little brighter day. I'm gonna say my prayers and let us start my day. So hello, morning. everybody, Todd Coconato of the Remnant Radio Program, and we have a very special guest, and I didn't even realize that we were going to be doing this interview on Good Friday, so what perfect timing, God obviously knows best. I want to introduce Dallas Jenkins to the program. Dallas, welcome. Thank you, yes, and the timing is perfect. Yeah. I've had Jesus on the brain, uh, I'm supposed to have him on the brain every day, but having him even more on the brain now for about two years, going uh, straight, and Good Friday is always a very blessed time especially for a show like what we're talking about. Absolutely. Now, I connected with your group at NRB, um, but I actually know Rabbi Jason Sobel. He's a good friend of mine for many years, and he was somehow affiliated. I don't know how. Um, but I didn't even really know. I heard little bits and pieces about The Chosen, but when I actually got into understanding this project, I'm blown away. First of all, it's a crowdfunded project. Unbelievable. Can you tell us a little bit more about this and kind of just start us off on the journey about it a little bit? Yeah, absolutely, because it's been definitely a journey. <laughs> First of all, uh, about Rabbi Jason. Rabbi Jason is one of our biblical consultants. So Got he's it. Been a biblical and historical consultant. He's a Messianic Jewish rabbi. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he, I went with him to Israel last year when we were doing research for this show. Okay. So did, but 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 just uh, that's a bit of a skip ahead because because I think uh, some people might not even know what we're talking about. Right. Um, about two years ago. Uh, I had just come off uh, one of the biggest, well, not one of them, the biggest failure of my career. Mm. Uh, my, fe my feature film had just bombed at the box office. Wow. And uh, I went from a director with a bright future with some of the biggest producers in Hollywood wanting to work with me right. to a director with no future in, a, mm. in the course of about two hours. Wow. <laughs> and so I was home alone with my wife and we were crying and praying and trying to make sense of it all. And because everything had seemed so right, everything had seemed so God-led. Yes. And I still believe I still believe that it was, but I also believe that the failure was God-led because while we were together, and my, the God, uh, the Lord really pressed on my wife's heart very powerfully, uh, hmm. not not in an audible voice, but almost as if it was audible. Right. The story of the feeding of the five thousand. Okay. And we weren't sure why, um, but we went and read it, and one of the things we noticed about it was that. That we hadn't really noticed before, and in, in the, all the dozens of times we've heard that story, right, is just how much Jesus relied on, or or at least I shouldn't say that that's maybe the wrong way to put it, but he he had the disciples do what they didn't need him for, meaning mm. they had him go find the fish, yeah, they had him find the loaves, and then once he blessed them and, and and multiplied them, he had the disciples go distribute the fish. It's true, and we thought, oh, that's interesting. You know, it, it's like he knew even going into what was going to take place, he knew what was happening. He knew that this was going to be, uh, that, that they were going to need a miracle. Yeah, that's because a good point. Because it, it was his fault everyone was so hungry. He's the one who'd been talking for three days. Right. So, so that was, so I have a point in all this, I promise. But <laughs> that that kind of stuck with us, and we thought, oh, interesting. You know, we, we still, you know, maybe, maybe God is telling us that there's a miracle coming, you mm. know. And we thought that the miracle was going to be that maybe the box office would magically turn around, and, and that didn't happen. But that <laughs> night, 4 o'clock in the morning, I got a Facebook message from okay. a friend of mine who I don't even know. I mean, I've never even met. He's just a Facebook friend. Right. We, he, we, we maybe talk once a year. Okay. And he reached out at 4 o'clock in the morning while I'm busy doing what I normally do, which is write a 15-page analysis of everything that went wrong and right. you know who to, who to blame, and okay. including me, you know, mm. all, all that I did wrong. And the message simply said this. There was not even a hello. It just said, remember, your job is not to feed the 5,000. It's only to provide the loaves and the fish. Yes. And 
I, I honestly for a second thought that maybe he'd been recording what was taking place in my house that day. I really didn't know. <laughs> and I said, and so I just said, why are you up at four o'clock in the morning? He said, well, I'm in Romania. I'm, I'm on a different time zone. I said, okay. Yeah. I said, why did you just send me that? Huh. And he said, he said, I don't know. God just told me to tell you that. <laughs> and that moment is what's what led us to, to me talking to you today. My, oh, wow. I can define my life as what happened before that moment and what happened after that moment, because God spoke to me so powerfully and clearly in the midst of failure mm. that so, so I, I, I didn't know what my future was. I didn't have a future necessarily. Mm. I kind of gave that up to the Lord. I just, every day my job was just to provide loaves and fish. Mm-hmm. And so I poured myself into a short film about the birth of Christ from the perspective of the shepherds. I've done multiple vignettes and short films for my church right. uh, in the past. And, and usually about the life of Christ, usually on Good Friday, actually. Right. Uh, we, our church in Chicago has a huge Good Friday service every year. And so okay. I usually uh, used to do these vignettes and short films. So I said, well, let's do one for Christmas. Right. Um, and so I did a short film about the birth of Christ from the perspective of the shepherds. Okay. I shot it on my friend's farm in Hampshire, Illinois, this mm. small little farm town. Yep. And uh, it was just for our Christmas Eve service. Hmm. Now, very long story short, okay. while I was shooting that short film, I had the idea for a show about the life of Christ that was a multi-season show. Right. See, there's been movies, there's been miniseries, but there's yeah. never been a multi-season show because... You know, I'd be on my treadmill watching, I'm binge-watching Breaking Bad, or I'm binge-watching right. This Is Us, or I'm binge-watching Friday Night Lights, or whatever. And I'm like, why hasn't there been a show that you can mm. binge-watch uh, about the life of Christ where you can really take the time to dig into the characters and see Jesus through yes. their eyes? Yes. Because that's what makes a show so great. You can really connect with the characters over the course of multiple seasons. Sure. And there's never been one about the life of Christ and his followers. Right. So, again, long story short, or long story <laughs> kind of short... Uh, VidAngel, which is this amazing streaming platform, okay. um, uh, came along and they said, we heard about your show. Uh, we thought, well, first of all, we watched your, 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 your short film that you did right. for your church. Right. We were blown away. We were weeping in the audio, mm. in the office. We heard you want to do a show. We're, we're in. So wow. I'm really excited. Yeah. And then they said, then they said, we, we think we can raise the money through crowdfunding. Right. I got really depressed mm. <laughs> because I thought uh, this never works. Um, the all-time crowdfunding record is five point seven million, for mm. a, which was based on a famous show called Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. Right, and that already had a big fan base. Yeah, I thought we need we need more than five point seven million to do this right. Right, because um, I was thinking maybe Netflix would want to do this or whatever, right. but of course they didn't. They didn't come calling. So, as I said before you today, uh, uh, last year over ten million dollars wow. were raised. Over fifteen thousand people around the world. Oh my goodness! Uh, we shattered shattered the all time crowdfunding record. Wow! It allowed us to allowed us to shoot the first four episodes before we even got all the money in. Mm. And so the first four episodes are now available. Right. Uh, they've released. Um, they released uh, just this week, Tuesday the sixteenth. Okay. Just in time for Easter weekend. Perfect. And so all four episodes can be purchased at thechosen.tv, which is our website. Okay. And uh, it's just been an unbelievable ride. And I know that's a very very long answer. To that <laughs> question, but, hey, uh, I hear I the passion. The story of how this happened is, is yes. really also the story of the show. Right. I, I absolutely, yeah, it's like I'm peeling away layers here and finding out more and more to this story, which is unbelievable and amazing. And I have to tell you, I've had the opportunity to interview a lot of people over the years uh, that the Lord has put something on their heart, and it's always a journey, and it's always a story. And I encourage those that have that similar vision or whatnot to really listen to to the story of Dallas here, because he he he's really speaking from the Lord's heart, and 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 God will make a way, like He does, you know. So so now you got these four episodes. This is going to be a series that's ongoing. Where is it going to live at? Is it going to be uh, online on a, a channel, or where can we find it uh, once we start getting into it? 
Right. So right now it's just available at this website. So if you go to thechosen.tv, um, now you can watch it on your TV if you order all four episodes. There's different ways to watch it. You can get the DVD if you want. Um, but again, we didn't have a big TV network writing a big chunk right. of money for this, a big check. You know, we didn't have a big movie studio. So we're doing this all directly to the people. Wow. And so uh, the website is where you get the episodes now. Okay. Now in the fall, this fall, it'll be on the VidAngel streaming app. Okay. So if you don't, if you don't have VidAngel, it's an amazing service. It allows you. It's known primarily for filtering. It allows you to watch Netflix shows and Amazon mm. Prime shows and HBO shows through their app. Okay. And you can. And what's cool is they don't do the filtering. They allow you to do the filtering, so you mm. can cut out things that you don't want to see in some of these episodes. Right. And so, uh, the Chosen is their first piece of big original content. Okay. And so, similar to how Netflix did House of Cards, which kind of launched them into the stratosphere. Yeah. Because it was a piece of original content. Uh, HBO with Game of Thrones kind of launched them into the stratosphere. Sure. That's what. That's what this the Chosen is for VidAngel. For VidAngel. So in the fall, it'll be available. Okay. Uh, episodes one through four on the VidAngel streaming app, but we had so many people who want to watch it now. Yes. And plus, for us to be quite to be quite frank, you know, when you purchase these episodes, you're also backing future episodes and seasons. Okay. So we just, I'd love to give it away, and you know, we have several people saying, "Well, why isn't it just on TV? Why can't I just see it on Netflix?" <laughs> right. It's like, well, they didn't pay for it, you know. Uh, uh, so, so we need to, you know, we need to, to, to keep pay funding. our crew and cast, yep. and we need to do future episodes and seasons. Right. So if you want to back the show for future seasons. The good news is you can actually watch the show mm. right now. It's not like you have to wait for it. Right. So everybody's kind of a part of this whole campaign, which is really cool. And Absolutely. it's groundbreaking and it's different. And I read uh, somewhere that you, you know, you want to kind of make a different type of, um, you know, depiction here where you don't necessarily, yeah. you know, you, you said as a believer, you've watched a lot of different, uh, you know, Jesus stories and different, but you want to go a little bit more into the raw details. Can you give me a little more insight on that? Yeah, so, you know, I've seen every Jesus movie and miniseries ever done, and I've heard the stories dozens of times, and they're all great. I mean, I, I don't I don't uh, besmirch any of them, and as a believer, it's always great to watch the story of Jesus. One of the problems that I've had, though, and the reason that it feels different from when I watch a normal show or movie, and I'm guessing that most people, when you ask them, what's your favorite show of all time, or what's your favorite movie of all time, very, very rarely will you hear them mention a Jesus show <laughs> or a Jesus movie, even though... They love Jesus. Right. And the reason is typically because you don't watch it the same way you normally watch a show. Huh. You know, you typically, the main character right. is someone you can identify with, someone you see has strengths and weaknesses. You usually see the person learn something. Right. Well, Jesus is the perfect sinless son of God. Yes. He actually doesn't make for a great main character of a, of a movie because there's really nowhere to go. <laughs> and so what, we, what we're doing with this show is this is, again, a multi-season show. So you right. get a chance to really dig into the stories of these people. And also, there's other characters besides Jesus that we're following. So Simon Peter is one of the main characters, Matthew the tax collector, right. um, Nicodemus. You know, we get to identify with these people. And so our belief is if you can see Jesus through the eyes of those who actually met him, you can be changed and impacted in the same way that they were. But you also see Jesus in a different way. Now, again, we have no desire to twist Scripture. I'm okay. not changing anything that's in Scripture. Right. When you get to a part that you normally have read in Scripture, we keep it the way that it was written. Yep. However... Scripture only covers a very few, you know, very few things about each of these people. Right. And so just like, you know, George Washington deserves to have a movie made about him or Abraham Lincoln or any of these historical figures, we believe that it's okay 
to, to, to tell a story about some of these amazing historical figures from the Gospels. Sure. The difference here, of course, is, is that we have biblical consultants. We want to make sure that we're faithful to Scripture. Right. We want to make sure that we're faithful to the intention of Scripture. Good. And what we've found from the thousands of people who've watched this already have said universally. I mean, we've we've really, it's, I've been shocked, actually, by how few people have said, it's been like one in a hundred who said, oh, I don't like the fact that there's things that aren't in Scripture right. in this show. Right. And that's, we, we figured some people would say that. Sure. Because the Bible says, don't, you know, add don't to add. the Word, don't yeah. add to the Scripture. Yeah. But we're not doing that. We're not writing a new gospel. This right. is not Scripture. Right. Um, this is this is faithful to Scripture, and this is honoring of Scripture. But we've heard from thousands of people, literally, mm. who say, this revived my passion for Scripture. This wow. took me back to Scripture. Now I'm reading it in a new way because we're getting to know these people with the cultural context, the historical context, and the biblical context that you don't normally get when you hear these stories. And so that's what I think has been so exciting about it. Yeah, I love that because, uh, you know, I was reading that, uh, you know, you're going to go into kind of marriage and what it was like in that time period. And, um, you know, just really getting into like the home life of some of the people that are characters in the Bible, people in the Bible, you know, and uh, I think that's good. It's good contextual. It makes you think, you know, a lot of the time we'll read the scripture, but this is really bringing life to it. And uh, a lot of people like myself are visual learners and, you know, it. You know, I appreciate watching and, and, you know, it really impacts me. I, I think of like the Passion of the Christ. I mean, that was an impactful movie for me, you know, and, and things like that. So um, well, let me ask you this real quick. Yeah. When I when you ask people, what's your favorite scene from the Passion of the Christ or give your top three favorite scenes? Almost everyone will list the scene between Jesus and his mother. Yes. When he's flashing back to when he splashes her with water and when right. he's kind of teasing her. And, and that's always one of someone's favorite scenes. Hmm. And no one, no one watched that and thought, oh, that's not in the Bible. I don't want to see that. That's correct. Yep. They love seeing that insight. And that's what this show is. This show is a collection of those moments and those scenes where you really get to know these people and really get to see Jesus through their eyes. And you get to see Jesus. I mean, episode three, for example, we see Jesus um, out by himself camping before he launched his ministry. We see him stretching before bed. We see him making his own food. We see him praying before he falls asleep. Right. We see him dress, dressing his own wound, starting a fire. Yes. All of these things that really enrich the experience. And so I think that's one of the things that made the passion beautiful. Is Absolutely. It, it showed you other people, and it showed you moments that necessarily aren't, aren't necessarily uh, expanded on in Scripture, but that enhance the scriptural experience even more. There you go. And, and you know, we, we've been praying for Hollywood, just so you know, uh, Dallas, for a long time. And I've been going to prayer meetings, and, you know, there's a community, which I'm sure you're aware of, in Hollywood of Christians that have been praying and trying to really understand how to navigate in this industry because as you know it's a very difficult industry you mentioned a little bit and you know there's been a lot of obstacles over the years the studios you know getting them to believe in projects like this and I, I don't know if I heard you in an interview or I read it somewhere, but, you know, you said the Lord just made this way for you to go around the, the, the typical system. And now you're able to produce quality content. And really, I mean, you know, but at the same time, you're contributing to greater Hollywood and, and what God is doing in Hollywood. So that, that must be yeah. an amazing feeling, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's, it's, it's not anti-Hollywood. I no. mean, I, I still love Hollywood. I sure. Hollywood. I was part of Hollywood. In fact, we're hiring actors from Hollywood, hiring crews from Hollywood. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Hollywood, but as you know, the, 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 the rules have changed. You know, yeah. you can get, you can get things to the people without having to go through the Hollywood system. That's correct. And one of the things that, uh, that we've experienced is that, um, the show was financed outside of the system and therefore right. it can be distributed outside the system. You know, the Hollywood golden rule is he who has the gold makes the rule. <laughs> and so if we would have done this through the Hollywood system, they get to make the rules. Sure. There's nothing wrong with that. They deserve to, if right. they put up the money for it. Right. But now I've got 15, 
excuse me, 15,000 investors wow. who put up the money for this. And I have a, a, a responsibility to them to get this right. And I think they did it because they had faith in me uh, as, as a follower of God and as a follower of Christ. I think they've seen the work. They saw the Christmas short film that we did. They've seen, uh, many of them have seen episode one. They've been seeing the videos we've been doing from the set. If you go to our Facebook page, you just look up The Chosen on Facebook, you okay. can see the process. Yeah. And I really wanted to make it authentic. I mean, you see me on the set, frustrated at times. You see me on the <laughs> set, going through the day and what it's like, how to make this show. Oh, yeah. Because I wanted people to understand that. And, and so I, I think one of the things we said was, you know, this is too important of a story. We need to make our own rules. Yeah. And so that's what we're trying to do. And the response that we've been getting so far has been very affirming. But honestly, it doesn't make me, like, it doesn't make me cocky at all. Mm. It has the opposite effect. It right. makes me feel a lot of weight. Yeah. It makes me feel like a, a heavy responsibility to get this right. Yeah. Well, that's what Jim Caviezel said. And I think he's he's carried that weight ever since the passion. So that's, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, I was thinking, uh, we did the AD series a while back and uh, had Rama on the show, Roma on the show. And uh, I, I remember that they were dealing with some of the same things where people were kind of like, well, you're adding things to the Bible and whatnot. But, uh, you know, it was a great, it was a great series. And I think that, you know, there was definitely some takeaways and it almost seems like you're taking it to the next level now. Yeah, I think that's what we're trying to do. And I think, um, I think what people have seen, it's really funny, you know, the, the short film that we did, the Christmas, uh, the one about the birth of Christ, I would say, because it was from the perspective of the shepherds. So it takes right. you, like it, it opens in the morning when the shepherds are in the marketplace selling their sheep uh, for for a sacrifice, and we get a chance to see what their lives are like, and we get to get, get to know them a little bit, and uh, that takes up about half the half the short film. Yeah. And uh, what's funny is we had so many people say, when you do the show, you know, when you do the chosen show, I hope that you're as faithful to scripture or scripture as you are in this short film. Hmm. And it was so funny because I'm like, well, gosh, half the short film isn't even from scripture. <laughs> but I think that people can people can tell. Right. I think people. I think it feels scriptural, and there it is go. because we're really we are not like, for example, we're not taking Simon Peter and 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 changing his personality for right. the sake of the story. You can right. tell a lot about his personality from the gospels. Yeah. And so when we show scenes of him at home with his wife, because we know he was married, we know he had a mother in law, right. for example. Right. Uh, it doesn't take a ton of of crazy imagination to imagine what his marriage was like. There we know what the culture was like. We know what the history was like. We know he was under a lot of pressure from the Romans. Right. Uh, deep in debt with taxes. Uh, we know how how uh, difficult his life was. And plus, I'm a husband. I'm a guy. Mm. I you know my wife is similar to Simon Peter in some ways. She talks about how she identifies with him. Mm. So we we all know human behavior. We know cultural significance of the of two thousand years ago. Right. And you can take all of those elements and combine them into a stew that really makes sure that you as the viewer feel as connected to those people today as you would have 2000 years ago. Hmm. And that's what makes it feel current because these were human beings. These right. were people with lives and there they had lives like ours. And maybe the setting was different and maybe the experience was a little bit different, but the personalities and the humanity of it was the same. And that's why I think so many people have watched these episodes and mm -hmm. said, Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm, you know, I feel like I was these people. I feel like I can see Jesus through their eyes and be impacted in the same way. Amen. Uh, now, so my wife and I, we watch a lot of streaming stuff. We do it through a smart TV. Is there any way that we can catch the series that way? Or yeah, so a smart TV without the without like Roku and stuff, it's it's been challenging so far. So I would advise you if you don't have you know if if you have Chromecast, that's the best way to do it. Okay. You can watch it through your phone or through your laptop connected to your TV. Yeah. Uh, if you if you have Roku. Apple, you know, Fire Stick, uh, yeah. Apple TV, all of those, 
you can watch through the VidAngel app. Uh, it's easy to get. You get it free when you when you when you buy the episodes. You get three months of VidAngel for free. Oh, wow. so even if you don't want to use VidAngel, you get it free. And you can use it to watch it through there. But we uh, there are some. It, it's actually hard to get apps on a smart TV. It yeah. costs a ton of money. So Netflix has done it. Amazon has done it. Um, but it really is an expensive way to do it. So unfortunately, we weren't able to do that just yet. Sure. But again, if you have Roku, Fire Stick, Apple TV, you can do it that way. And okay. Of course, you can just always hook your laptop directly to your television okay. uh, with an HDMI cable, and you can get the DVD. So yeah. the DVD is available uh, when you purchase the four episodes. We also get you the bonus DVD. Oh, well. that's great. Okay. Well, that seems like you got a couple options here, which is amazing. Now, I, I just love it. We're almost out of time. Can you believe twenty minutes goes by that quick? It's amazing, Dallas. Every day, every day, it just amazes me. Uh, but we, we, we um, you know, Jesus told the stories in parables you know and so i would just challenge anybody that would be concerned you know that that's the way so many of us have gotten saved that so many of us have been touched by the story of jesus is through the parables you know and so that's what is you know dallas is really doing he's telling a story and the story is about jesus and about you know the things that were going on in his time and so i think it's a great way to get people saved and to to, to reach you know, maybe people that don't even know the gospel story and don't even know, uh, you know, some of these these stories that you're going to tell in some of these episodes, you know. So I, I commend you and thank you for answering the call. And, you know, I will just say this. This is a, a comeback story and I love comeback stories. And I find that some of the most powerful things in our testimony and our journey comes from a comeback, you know, and I think that's exactly what God's doing here. So we're going to keep you on our radar, uh, Dallas, and we're going to, you know, you're, you're welcome to come on anytime you want. Just as we get ready to close, tell us a few more ways that we can find your information. Yeah, uh, thechosen.tv, www.thechosen.tv, and to the point that you just made about uh, anyone who might be concerned that some of the stuff in the show isn't directly from Scripture, I would just say, you know, we give you episode one for free. So if you go to thechosen.tv, you can watch episode one for free and just take us for a test spin. And I I promise, I mean, look, I'm a guy who's been a believer my whole life. My Mm. dad is the author of the Left Behind books. You know, he's been a Christian reader most of his life. We, We know what it's like to feel a responsibility to be scriptural. And yeah. I've been offended by some of the Bible movies that have come out in the past. Right. But I think, I, I strongly believe that if you watch episode one all the way through, and especially if you see all four episodes, uh, it's it's going to feel very, very scriptural. You're going to know that we, this is this is from a perspective that, that loves the Word of God. And I promise, because I've heard it so many times, that this is going to enhance your reading of scripture and your excitement for God's Word. So thechosen.tv, right now, on this Easter weekend, you can go and watch it. Uh, or, or whenever uh, you're listening to yeah, this. Yeah, no, nope. uh, we're coming on today. All four episodes, and episode one is free. Absolutely. Thank you, Dallas, for coming on. If you could just hold on one second, and we thank you for tuning in this segment of Rem Radio. We'll be right back. <laughs> 